All right, so I usually start off by saying some like just ignorant dumb shit. I had a good one, but I'm trying to keep up. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Xavier Lavo. Welcome to Xavier Lavo Show. With me today is Gilly the Kid. What's going on, Gilly? What up, fam? Show. So, I want to get right into the shit. Um, you didn't happen to catch the interview with Ebro and Kodak Black? I did not, but I'm looking at it right now. Let me see. Man, well, I'll, give you, I'll give you a gist of it. Um, Kodak, uh, if you're not up to date with him. He's been in and out of jail for a lot of stupid shit. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these new young rappers have been in and out of jail for, I mean, the same things that the rappers that we grew up with were in and out of jail for. Unfortunately, we keep on putting them in a position where we criminalize them completely and then we act like we didn't do the same shit, so it's real hypocritical. But Ebro has literally take it, taken on the I'm going to be the aggressive attacker at all times with the younger rappers. So instead of asking him about his music and, you know, his inspiration and things, you know, the basic questions, he yeah. starts digging into his criminal past. Um, these are open investigations. We don't speak about this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know where we come from. We don't talk about that shit. Like, yeah. you want me to get on a national platform and talk about a fucking rape case? Like, come on, dude. These are allegations. This isn't real shit. Like, no matter how fake it is, I'm still facing the charge. I can't talk about it. So, Ebro has, like, a disdain towards the young guys. And it it sucks because I think, but my biggest takeaway from it all was, is this a time that we, we have to have a changing of the guard? I feel like I think we might need to get rid of the old niggas. Like, it's not even the interview sake. It's the fact that he's been aggressive towards all the new guys. And then what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to just be the asshole. Like we want compelling interviews. We want to know, you know, we want to learn. We want something to talk about, but if every fucking interview is just going to be you being a, a grumpy asshole, I'm good, dude. Like you could disappear. We don't need you. Like what good are you for, you know, the quote unquote culture. If you're just going to be aggressive towards the, the new guys, without even giving them a chance. Like these are just fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Kids with money. And you act like they're not going to fall into bad situations. Either way, Kodak's out of jail, so obviously the case is going good in his favor. But, I mean, what do you think? Do you think it's time that we have a changing of a guard? I, you, you know, it, it, it all depends. Um, not not every radio host is the same. But, yeah, definitely, I, I, I'm not really too keen with New York radio stations like, what is it, Hot 105 or whatever the fuck they are? Yeah, yeah. You know, like Charlamagne the guy, he's a fucking goofy-ass motherfucker. Ebro, sometimes, I, I've seen a few of his interviews, and, you know, for the most part, he, he's pretty laid back on point. But, yeah, I did notice lately, like with 6 9 you know, he was he was after. He didn't, they didn't interview him, though. They didn't get an interview, but Ebro just consist, consistently liked to speak on him. Yeah. He's, he's just like a, I like literally like just like he sounds like it's a grudge he's holding against somebody, but he's taking it on all of them. And like it's not even it, it it's not fun to watch. It's almost cringeworthy. Like you literally go, damn dog, like why are you saying that? Like it's weird, bro. Like you're you're pressing this young kid knowing that he can't talk his way out of it. And you think that us as an audience is supposed to accept it. I just feel like I mean, okay, on the West Coast, 
you know, we got Big Boy, L.A. Lakers. Um, shit, who else y'all got over here? Uh, damn, there's one more. I'm thinking it is not the Lakers. No, the Lakers is a uh, Lakers. Oh, Julio G. Yeah, yeah, the Spanish cat. Yeah, yo, that that's the difference between. West Coast and East Coast out here, we don't give a fuck about what you're doing behind the scenes. Your your legal business yeah, right. is I've yet to hear Big Boy bring up anybody's legal issues unless the artist brought it up themselves. Well that but it's clickbait and it's drama. Like it's not even an interview anymore. It's just and music has become secondary, so why wouldn't the interviews follow it? You know, the byproduct now is music. You get famous now for fuck shit. So it's like you. It's crazy that the music is dumbed down. We're getting low quality music, and now the people that would give us the information on said music are dumbing down too. Yeah, keep it about the fucking music, dude. Like, be classy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a 30, 40 plus year old man arguing with an eighteen year old. Bro, even even my boy Trick Daddy. Oh, he's you flash. know, he he straight out. He straight out drops some shit. Talk about y'all getting out of line. Ebro, you disrespect the homie. You try the young nigga. Kodak, my little young nigga. Nigga, if nobody gonna step up, I'm gonna step up. You're supposed to be an older nigga. You're supposed to be the nigga that leads these dudes. Not not temptation, but you're supposed to get these dudes to put them under your wing and teach them right from Right, and that's the thing he patronizes and he speaks down to him. And when an OG like Trick gonna step up and say, what's poppin'? You know, give me all the smoke. Ebro don't say shit. For real? Dude, I'm reading it right now. Even Trick Daddy said, but your bitch ass, you trying to be a fake ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne. And that's from Trick Daddy. And that's the thing, like, he's trying to be a Charlemagne. For real. And then, you know, my other issue is, too, when Fabulous was up there, we all know Fabulous is going through a domestic case right now. Fabulous was up there, and he didn't say shit about his domestic case. You see, if you want to be up there patronizing people, you got to keep that same energy with everybody. Now, that could have been an yeah. amazing interview. Fab, we all love you. What happened? Not, you know, do the shit you just did to Kodak, because you know you ain't going to come out the side of your mouth talking to fabulous like that you gotta respect them and what i'm seeing here is how how come kodak didn't just did. get up and end he the did. interview yeah classy, he? classy he stood up he's like nah man he, he basically told him in very little words he's basically said look i don't want to talk about this because you celebrate our downfall like y'all like to make headlines off of us going through real life issues and I don't want to talk about that, so let's change the subject. Nero said, oh, we ain't got to change shit. If you don't want to talk, you can just leave. And he's like, well, fuck it, I'm out of here. I don't give a shit. And he left. He left. That's a man, That was the manly thing to do. That was that was the gentleman-like thing to do. And I just feel like it might be a time. It's some change coming. Things got to change. Like, even the Breakfast Club, their style of interviewing is fun. Like, they interview fun. You can tell DJ Envy's getting used to being the old, you know, the old head. DJ Envy's like that weird yeah. uncle that he's cool because we know he's cool, but he adds the weirdest shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's fun to have him. And then the whole crew works well. I think with Ebro, 
he's he's all like dude Ebro's on an ego trip, bro. And it sucks because we're missing out on, on some real quality shit. I think just as a culture, we're just we're accepting very low quality work on, on all ends. From the artists, the media, from from I mean, come on, everyday struggles become a fucking joke. Like it's literally two yeah. people just sitting there bickering. And not even bickering, but like it, they're running in circles, bro. That shit's crazy. Like even that honest show, I, you saw that one, right? I, dude, I hate watching everyday struggle. I hate fucking academics because he cannot, he cannot argue a point. You know, he every time someone brings up a point, he wants to bring up some other shit. It's like argue the point that was brought up. Don't don't fucking stray from the question. No, well, he's Just good at that. He. He's that guy. He'll loop it. He'll loop. No, yeah, exactly. And and I think that's why that's one of the main reasons Budden left. Oh no 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 no. That whole Joe left because of money and because they lied. He created that television show. It was his idea, and it took uh, off. And they didn't, you know, treat him fairly. But either way, whatever. It all worked out in the end. I mean, Joe. He Joe was yeah. guiding Act. I feel like honestly, Act is just not honest. Like he's just not honest. He literally in one sentence will be like, "Oh, I love these guys," and then everybody will make a face, and he goes, "But you know what? They kind of suck." He's just like, "Yeah, stick stick to your word, and, and you know maybe have a, a true opinion." Um, but it's not like again, it's not compelling. Like when it first popped off, even when Star was on there, um, it was fucking at least something to watch because Star is very intelligent. Like they're beefing right now. Yeah. And basically, uh, Star kind of trolled him and said, you know what, I think Academics is one of the snitches and he should get arrested with everybody else with this Takashi 6 9 shit. But it's true, I though. Mean, yeah, like, it really he, is. He puts all that shit out there, like no filter whatsoever on his fucking Academics show, on his live stream or nothing. Everything gets put on fucking blast. And and I don't I don't think this kid is I don't think he's street. I don't no, think he knows. Because no, no. dude, I, I seen when Budden checked him, told him if anything happens at six nine, it, it's gonna be mostly your fault because you're putting yeah. shit up there. Um, who Everybody else? Everybody told him. Star Star checked his ass and told him the same shit. You know, it's it. But so, that's the problem. When does he? have to step up and take responsibility and then is it him that takes responsibility or the people that say nah man we ain't gonna keep dealing with this shit like there's no way we're gonna continue to allow you capitalize off of people's failures like he, he's just that's all he does somebody falls in their face and he's there like right now he's all over Tory Lane's dick he can't get off of him yeah you know he did it with XXX X died then he got on six Six is in jail. Now he's doing it. It's corny, man. That shit's corny. Like there's no there's no loyalty with that fucking kid. Yeah, that that's the sad part. That's very and, sad. You know, Star and him are going at it because of this. And he was basically drinking, talking to shit on his live, and he went in on Star saying that Star was only there because of him. He basically made it out to seem that Star was not even wanted there or sought out to even work there. They wanted somebody else there and that he wasn't getting paid anything. Then motherfucking Star went and put up all the receipts, bro. He put up bank statements. He put up emails, basically debunking everything the academics said. And it's been quiet for academics. He ain't saying shit because Star said. Because he knows he's in the wrong. Yo, 
That kid needs to get checked. One day he's going to get checked, and he's going to get checked hard. And I'm going to laugh yeah, at him. Yeah, I think a lot of people will. His downfall is coming. Well, you saw what happened with Adam-22. I mean, damn, it feels like everybody's falling apart. Adam-22, yeah. he's had some domestic charges and whatnot. Uh, Atlantic dropped him. Uh, you know, there's issues now with his show. You know what, I... I stopped listening and viewing Adam Twenty Two shit after he did. Um, so out here, he has a he has a bike shop. Um, I'm not gonna mention the name because I'm not gonna give him any credit on it. But he has a bike shop. The the, the day uh, XX passed away, he did a grand opening slash XXX memorial. Okay. That shit turned into a fucking riot, bro. Yeah, that's insane. Like this dude, he did one. He didn't open his doors. He didn't let no one in. He had a private party in the back, and everybody that showed up was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" You know. And dude, the news got involved. Like people were rioting. Like fucking, someone broke his store window and almost set his shit on I fire. Kind of deserved it. And like, you earned that shit. Yo, and, and, and Suzanne is like, bro, you 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 a fool. You you fucked up for that one. You see, I don't know too much about him. He's a shock jock. You know, I catch him when he does uh, some hot take shit. I saw him and Ag yeah. had some, some good shit. Like, they did a live podcast and some more shit. And I guess they started beefing after because he, uh, I don't know if Adam was trying to take advantage of well, what little bit of fame or buzz that, you know, academics was, was, I mean, he was hot, bro. We can't lie. Like, I don't want to discredit what he created. Although he's a piece of shit, he still created a a platform. He's created a brand and a name. Like we all know the kid. No matter how much we talk shit, we all speak about him. So he has done something impactful. I feel like it's just it again low quality. And uh, him and Adam are beefing about some shit. And basically, Ag is airing him out. Cool, air him out. But then you want to go and try to hit Star. Like bro, Star's an OG at the shit talking. I find that funny. And I find it interesting that. Academics can't really keep no friends, and I don't for think real. that's good for him. That's that's a it, man in the industry. Come on, bro. That was my biggest fucking problem. I hate everybody. It's hard to keep burning bridges, and you think you're going to continue to be successful. That shit will disappear quick. Um, yeah. You live in California. How do you feel about the text tax? <laughs> that's the stupidest fucking shit ever. Luckily, luckily, it was just in the news. It didn't pass. It got denied. But, but the simple fact that the simple-minded simpleton straight out said, hey, let's talk the average Joe for a conversation via text so we can give underprivileged people the chance to buy or receive cell phone service. In my mind, I'm like, okay, so what the fuck is the Obama phone? Yeah, I mean, those phones were, well, they ended, you know, under Trump. He stopped that shit quick. I mean, it, yeah. it's, <laughs> I, yo, California blows me away because being here in Nevada, you guys influence, you know, us a lot. As of right now, we are switching over from a Republican senator to a Democratic senator, which is new for us. We, no, we, huh? No, Dude, don't, don't do what it. What you mean? You Hold see on. What... <laughs> I can't change the election. It's already done. The people voted. I can't change. Yeah. Motherfucker, I'm a conservative. I don't claim Republican. 
I'm definitely not a Democrat. I'm all for the people having privacy and getting the fuck away from the government. I find it insane that California has people literally homeless in, in droves in San Francisco shitting on the sidewalk and they want to tax everybody Dude. for their fucking phones. Like, holy shit. Dude, Los Angeles alone has a homeless population of 20,000 people. Los Angeles That's alone. Insane. Right? It, it, it's the cost of living in Los Angeles is so high that in Vegas, the middle class out here or middle class out there is below the poverty line here. Yeah. I mean, well, Vegas is, I mean, well, we say Vegas because you know, we don't really speak about anything else, but Vegas honestly is poor. Like, there's no work here. Once the construction's over, it's a wrap. Like, everybody keeps running here for the stadium and I don't get. I don't know what the fuck they're running here for. Ain't much gonna come of it. Google's coming. That's a good thing. But you guys, you make a lot more money. But Jesus, they tax the fuck out of you guys. For real, that's insane. Dude, that's why when I read the news about that text, that text fucking tax, I I couldn't stop laughing. I think it's crazy. It's like that's fucking insane. You know, and on that, I I even cut my phone service. I haven't had a phone service for about a month and a half. That's by far the best thing I ever done. So we cut the cord with the cable. Obviously, we have internet because, you know, you you need some sort of entertainment plus gaming. You know, like, you're not... When you do shit like this, you're not getting bombarded by misery. Because you know, that's all you see on TV, on the news, is misery. There's no happy news anymore. So I'm kind of glad I, I cut the cord on everything. Not having a phone, I don't miss Does it. Does it take, it, give, it gives you almost like a set, like a refreshing, like a reset, right? Yeah. For real. Because when I had my phone, I would check my phone every, let's say every 30 to 45 minutes. Now I check my phone never. Unless I get like a ding or some shit from when I'm connected to Wi-Fi or some shit. Aside from that, like I, I'm no longer attached to my phone. I, I don't give a fuck about my social media. I don't keep up with it, and when I do, it's just reposting some bullshit I've seen on the on on the web. Right. Which I mean, you know, I turned off my notifications on Facebook just to give you an example of how I fucking kind of purged. I turned off my notifications on Facebook. I don't even open it anymore. I've fucking yeah. like, I've lost the urge to even look um, for business. Unfortunately, I have to use it, but I've been yeah. able to avoid you know physically being on the platform and just wasting my time because, bro, that's a fucking it's a time sucker. You get on and you get hooked. No, not not only is it a time sucker, but it, it's a bill that's unnecessary, dude. Like, come on, like spray is charging. I'm paying like a hundred. I was paying 125 for my Sprint service. Dude. They have one phone. For one oh, phone, and, and I know people that have like a family plan, and they're paying around three to four hundred dollars. Yeah, I pay four. I'm at four ten right now for seven phones. That's ridiculous. I know. Dude. That's why I'm looking for an alternative. I swear to God, bro. Look, this is my issue with phones, and this is this is my only thing I'll say. How do we know how much data we're really using? These people just go, oh, you're over. We got to charge you. 
like we don't yeah. know how much data is being used exactly. Like there's no rev limiter, there's no like little countdown, no nothing. They just tell you, Oh, you gotta give us another hundred bucks and we'll give you some more gigs. And you're like, my nigga, I don't even know when the fuck I wasted the last gigs. And I think that's bullshit. It's not even ignorance of the people. It's just the fact of they're getting away with it. And so somebody, and I hate to say this, they got to regulate it. Like, that's the one time I can say I think the government should step in. Like, this is fucked up. Like, we don't have all the information and we're paying for it anyway. That's bullshit. No, and another thing is... A lot of people don't know what's going on behind the scenes. A lot of people who have any type of service and is on paperless never sees their bill, right? Because it's automatically withdrawn from their bank account or card or whatever it is they're using to pay. For instance, I I have cable. I have um internet with um Time Warner. Um, my bill was normally sixty nine dollars. Um, for the 200 megabytes, I just found out from a coworker that my bill went up twenty dollars. Why though? And the only reason, no clue. I never got a notice. I never got anything in the mail saying, "Hey, your bill is gonna go up because so and so reason." You know, like never received anything. They just automatically did it. I mean, depends on the contract, though, you see. Here's the thing. I can't even get mad at that. Yeah. If you sign that contract and they say that they can increase that rate whenever they feel like, unfortunately. I'm not, I'm, not under, I'm not under contract. I'm monthly. So if I don't pay my bill on due date, automatically cut off. So you're fucked. You got to pay the increase regardless. Regardless. But but a, a notice would have been kind of sweet, right? Like, not that way I know what that month. That's if true. Month to month, I That's want you to forget. I want you to be like, what the fuck? And pay the extra. Yeah, and that's what happens with a lot of these companies. Like, the only reason I found out is my coworker went online, looked at his bill, because he was about to cancel some shit, and realized he was paying $300. God damn. When he was supposed to be paying around, like, 250 That's still insane. I haven't had cable for yeah. almost 10 years. That shit blows me away. Real, it's a bill that I'm glad I cut because it's like all you see on TV is lies and misery. Ain't nobody want to fill their life up. Yeah, well, I mean that was my issue when I was talking about the whole Facebook and Netflix thing. I felt like every fucking documentary was like this is going to be the end of the world. I felt like every time we turned on Facebook, it was some other thing that was a racist. Every single why is it that every single fucking event, every phrase, every saying. Every anything has turned into racism. Everything. Oh, Easter. The the bunny means that they're killing black people. Like what? Like what the fuck are you talking? Oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, that's because they hate Mexicans. Like what are you? When did this happen, bro? I heard somebody say you can't say picnic anymore because that has something to do with killing uh killing slaves or some shit. Like. Bro, wow. you know, here's something funny, and I really wanted to talk about Black Friday. Um, the Black Friday rumor or the the whole, I guess, myth behind Black Friday being a, a day that the slave owners were trading slaves and that whole story was made up by a troll in 2015, and it took off. Took the fuck off. Yeah. It became reality. 
And it's not even true. Black Friday was just the day that actually all the businesses and companies across the country were doing so well. They wanted to give back to their customers by cutting prices the day after Thanksgiving as a like as a thank you. Like, look, we're doing great and we can give you guys these great deals, but we're only going to do it for one day. Now it's turned to, you know, a money grab on the company's behalf, but it has nothing to do with slavery. It never did, dog. That shit's insane. For real, yo. Okay, so I just looked that up. So it says uh, the word "picnic" is rooted from the whole theme of pick a nigger. Uh, this is where individuals would pick a black person to lynch and make this into a family gathering. You see what I'm talking about? Come on, bro. Bro, Fuck, I ain't never bullshit. in my life heard anybody allude to any of that while speaking about picnics, bro. <laughs> I've had many picnics. Kiss my ass, bro. Those are lovely. <laughs> With marijuana, they're even better. And if you if fuck fight me, bro, are you kidding me? Picnics are awesome. The sandwich is like a little bit soggy because it kind of sat for a little bit with the mayonnaise. The chips are extra crunchy. Damn, you get an extra three and a half chips. Nick, man, get the fuck. Don't fuck up picnics for me. Don't take <laughs> that from me. Fuck you, mean. But this is the for world real, we live in, bro. Okay, I'll give you one better. Oh, I'll do you one better. Did you happen to watch the documentary with the dams and the graffiti artists were doing the, the cut lines on all the dams? Bro, yeah. bro, what happened with the dams? Like, did they fucking cut them? Did they break them down? What happened? Did they do anything? Was it just a really good movie with a guy that goes, we're here because Mother Earth can't do for herself. And then the music plays, and you hear a bird flapping the back. Dude, it sounds great. The fucking camera angles are amazing. The guy sounds real fucking trusting. And you go, yo, we got to knock down these fucking dams, dude. I don't know why, but we have to. You, you, it's a compelling fucking thing. And it's the same thing with you know TV and the news. You watch this shit and you get influenced. How many people are vegetarians because of Netflix? Oh man, dude, I... I think Netflix is even stopping doing docuseries because they fuck it, they cause outrage, bro. Too many people watch this shit, and I can't trust a group of people that said they won't eat meat but insist on making things that look like meat. Dude, the funny part is, have you have you ever looked up at what it takes to grow tofu? Hell no, why would I waste my time? That's disgusting. So so the irony of this shit is in order to grow tofu, you have to eliminate everything in its surroundings so it doesn't contaminate it. That means you gotta kill off animals, cut down trees, just so you can get a spot so nothing will contaminate the tofu. And then it's like, these people are like, oh yeah, don't eat meat, don't eat that, it's bad, this and that. But it's like, yo, you're killing off thousands of fucking animals just so you can fucking be a vegetarian. What's the difference? But but that's the thing. It's it's an ideology. Like it's that there, there is, bro, the, the facts and the this and the that. We're at a point in time where there's so much information that you can find something that'll support your argument. You know what I'm saying? Like it may not be true, but there's something somewhere on the internet that can support whatever you're saying. So we have yeah. this culture of these things. Bro, it's like solar. It's one of the, the, one of the <laughs> most detrimental things that you can do to the environment is make solar panels. 
They're only made in China because it's fucking horrendous. But nobody knows. Yeah. They think it's like the fucking, it's going to be the almighty savior for the environment to go solar. And uh, it really isn't. I mean, but that's that's another thing that comes with being in an informational style uh, living that we seek information and it necessarily doesn't have to be true. We just kind of take it and just say, all right, well, if it's on the internet, well, it's got to be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we stopped doing the checks. Nobody's going back going, yo, is that real? Bro, I, I was reading about fucking Harvard and Yale or whatever the fuck got together, and they were trying to figure out how to reduce the heat from the sun by injecting aerosol sprays into the dirt so that the earth would radiate uh, like a coating that would block the sun. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You want to inject the earth with, with aerosol? Like, what what are you doing? What's It's like the dumbest shit ever. They swear by these people, though. They fucking swear by them. Um, Trump did some more good stuff, but I know people hate hearing that. So Texas, uh, there was a judge in Texas that ruled that Obamacare is unconstitutional. Now, to keep this real simple, um, the government can't force you to pay for anything. So the government, uh, the way Obamacare worked was that the government was basically saying you have to pay for insurance. You're covered, so you have to pay. Uh, since they can't force you to pay, they were able to tiptoe around it and word it as a tax, which I believe is the 17th Amendment or the 16th Amendment, where they can, where we have to pay taxes and they can tax us. So instead of charging us for our insurance, they tax us for our insurance, which drove prices through the roof. So a judge in Texas ruled against it and basically says, you know, that's unconstitutional. It's bullshit. It was bullshit from the jump. Unfortunately, there's too many people on the goddamn system, so how do we fix it? The Republicans never had anything to fix Obamacare. They bitched the whole time Trump got in there and he was like, so what do you guys got? And they were like, oh, nothing. Like, what? Y'all said y'all want to fix? Like, yeah, I have no fix for the fix, but you cry about the fix. But the, the Obamacare, that's when if you didn't have health insurance... You got taxed during tax season, right? Well, like you had to well, basically, you had to be covered. And what it did was that it took everybody's bills and put it all in the pot and then split the bill equally amongst everybody. Unfortunately, it, you just do the math, bro. Like, what if you're way more sicker than me? Like, that's crazy. Like, I think at best, maybe make it, you know, uh, uh, I mean, even like a $25 physical, you know, three times a year, maybe try to make that a mandate. Like, yeah, you know, just if you're on government uh, welfare or something like this, you have to have physicals to make sure you're healthy and, you know, get well checks. Because it's hard to force young people to get insurance, but there's people out there that honestly have crazy bills, and I wish we could fix that. And the way that we had things before was a lot better. Like, I really don't know the economics of uh, health insurance. But I do know that once you tell everybody, oh, yeah, we're all splitting the bill, it's like having dinner, bro. Like, if you get a steak and I get the chicken fingers and fries, you think we're paying the same bill? Like, you know what I mean? You can't expect us to split that in half. That's not fair. Um, yeah, exactly. So being that this judge ruled that it's unconstitutional, it's interesting because, I mean, who knows what will come of it. But I still feel like the powers that be, they don't have a fucking solution for it, so it ain't going to do much. Just gonna ruffle some feathers, and you know people are gonna get upset about it. 
I found it interesting though that um nobody wants to they're not gonna speak on this in the right way. They're gonna try to make it seem like it's a capitalistic move and that they're trying to kill people because that's what they always go to. It's always threats and and scary, scary, scary. So, but it, it, it's not though, right? It, it should be a person's choice whether they want to get insurance or not. Like if you can afford it, awesome. You can pay for it. If you can't afford it, then you know it's a, a unnecessary cost. Yeah, if you get sick, you're gonna pay more out of pocket. But fuck, a lot of people go a whole year honestly and that's the problem because we're all different you can't mandate it that's why it became a tax because they can't force you to pay for anything this is a free country so they tax us to pay it which makes it unconstitutional because you can't force it's still forcing people to pay for something that they don't need which is unfair it's completely unfair um i found something that really fucking kind of raised my eyebrows so, you know, Google and Facebook, they've been going through some scrutiny and they've been, you know, facing Congress because of all this information leakage and such and such. And remember the whole Russian collusion thing. So here's something yeah. I found fucking hilarious. Uh, Google CEO has been up there for about a week talking. And he said that the <laughs> Russian linked ad accounts spent $4,700 in the year of 2016. $4,700 in a whole year. Bro, that ain't shit. According to the government right now, they're saying that what they did on Facebook was enough to sway the entire election. Forty-seven. It took $4,700 to sway the entire election, bro. Like, this is the shit that we're dealing with. These people sit there and fucking tell you that, that the Russians are running shit. Mind you, the Russians that got indicted for all these charges went to the court. And turned in all their paperwork with attorneys. And the government was like, oh, no, y'all can't be here yet. We haven't even subpoenaed y'all. And they were like, no, you guys said you want to investigate us. Here's all our shit. Let's go. They were found not guilty. They don't even talk about that. So now, so you want to tell me that $4,700 changed the entire election and all the people that you were accusing of doing anything wrong walked. And Trump still worked with the Russians. You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's a weird time we live in. Yeah, I, I see. I seen. Um, I, I seen a good section of that whole um, hearing. You know, uh, I, 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 I was looking at the. I was listening to the questions that were being asked. Um, what guy's name? His name is what? Tashai uh, or Pikai? Uh, Google CEO. Yeah. Um, I don't even know his name. Yeah, it's Sundar. Okay. Yeah, like a, a, a lot of the questions are, are kind of stupid. And coming from Congress like that, not knowing the ins and outs of a social media platform is kind of ridiculous because some of the questions that were being asked was like, is it true that Facebook uses some sort of algorithm to target users and provide ads to their searches? It's like, Obviously, it's a feature you can turn off as well. Here's the problem that we seem to forget. The people that are in charge in the White House are like literally falling millions and millions of years behind in technology to the point where they honestly don't understand this shit. 
it, it, it's really they're asking these questions, and although it may seem to us that it's like, yo, are you serious? Like this shit is stupid. You cannot. This can't be real. It really is real to them. They don't know what the fuck that means. They don't understand how easy it is to really control the internet. But I mean, again, why do we count on the government to do anything for us? We've already seen what happens when the government does shit. Everything falls the fuck apart, unfortunately. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Bro, it's insane. Did you see that shit with Kanye and Drake? Uh, no, I try. I don't anything Kanye related. I stay away from. It was nothing. It was nothing just, crazy, but yeah, no, I feel a lot of people, you know, because they're tired of the shit. I find it hilarious. I find it hilarious. <laughs> um, shit. I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I think we had a pretty solid, uh, pretty pretty solid run. My bad. I'm getting. I got cotton mouth, man. That's why. And my mouth dry as shit. I got one more thing. Oh, go one for it. Go thing. for it. Talk your shit. So check this out. This year, Nintendo oh, sued uh, two big ROM sites. Um, I believe it was uh, Cool ROMs and um, I Love ROM or Love ROM. I'm I'm not too well versed in these things, so I, I my ignorance will show. I understand what they are. Here. All right, so check this out. A ROM is pretty much um, a ripped copy of a game, right? right? Like a those Nintendo cartridge game. I, I, um, I mean, yeah, explain to the regular people. I do get that part. I just don't know the sites, and I don't know who's running what. Ah, okay, okay. So for those that don't know what a ROM is, a ROM is pretty much a copy of a game. It can be anywhere from original Nintendo to even PlayStation, you know? So they sued two ROM sites. Um, pretty much, they, they weren't selling these games or anything. It was free to download. But because it's Nintendo's property, they got hit very hard. Of course. Well, the I believe Nintendo is still the biggest or one of the biggest. Yeah, so I, I believe... Keep in mind, these are regular dudes that like, fuck it, I got all these ROMs. Let me put them online so people can download them. They weren't making real profit off of it. Like they had advertisements and whatnot, but the actual market where they were right. free. So they with a million dollar lawsuit from Nintendo. Okay. Right? Nintendo won. Well, of course. It's uh, copyright. Exactly. So now that that was the beginning of the year. Now we're at the middle of the year. We have a guy who is on offer up selling Hack Nintendo Switches loaded with ROMs. Now he's getting charged with ten counts of infringement. So this is going from like DMCA violations, copyright infringement, uh, inducement to infringe copyright, trademark counterfeiting and infringement, false designation, so on, so on. So and on. this is one person. This is not an entity. No, this is one person out of Orange County selling modded consoles on offer up. Oh, he's fucked. He's getting hit with another million dollar lawsuit from Nintendo. Which brings me to today. We have <laughs> we have we have motherfucking soldier. Soldier boy, boy sell him. 
<laughs> we have Soldier Boy, who just released three consoles. The first two consoles, one was a handheld, the other one was a plug and play. Both three thousand plus games, which we obviously know he doesn't have a license to. And then he recently released, as I think it's as of the twelfth, he released another console that's four hundred dollars. So this okay. dude is charging four hundred dollars for crappy hardware and stolen games. And according to his Twitter, he sold twenty two thousand plus units. And four in the pot. Yeah, what do you think Nintendo's gonna do to this guy? It's a wreck. For real, like if you if you look at the Twitterverse right now, people are reporting him just to report him because he's a dumbass. Well, yeah, because now now he's a target. Yeah, so I I want to see what Nintendo does. Like, our, man, well, you, you, you think he'll get hit with a million dollar lawsuit? Or well, here's the thing: if they're willing to take a nobody down. Imagine what they're gonna do to a person that's technically, you know, a, a celebrity, uh, a public figure. For real. An example of them. I feel like bootlegging ha- is really coming to an end. You know what really bothers me? VH1. I'm trying to watch the TV show. It's on VH1. I go onto their app. I try to purchase said show. They say no. They say enter your cable provider. I don't have a cable provider. I'm willing to pay for this shit. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? And they're not giving me an option. Like, I have to have a cable provider. Don't you think if I had a fucking cable provider, I wouldn't be fucking looking for the show individually a la carte? You could make so much more money off of me. I'm willing to pay whatever it costs. But now you force me to bootleg it. For real. For real. And see, that's the, that's, that's, that's the thing with Nintendo that I, I, I'm not understanding is... On the Wii, Wii U, they had a thing called the Virtual Console where they had maybe a hundred. Oh, that games. I didn't know about. Yeah, so it, it's a Virtual Console, so you can purchase Super Mario Brothers from the, the 1988 version or whatever for like five bucks or something like that. You know, reasonable price for a game that you, you know it's 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 not hard to find, but a lot of people don't have the original hardware to play right. it on. So they recently did something similar on the Nintendo Switch. Where you pay a subscription fee and you have access to all these games, and, and I understand that now that they're putting these games back online, they're they're cracking down a lot harder on people that are giving the stuff away for free or charging willing customers for because even though it's their programming, it's still licensing for the characters and the game itself. Exactly, they're not changing anything. They're just selling it to you. Yeah, so all they're doing is hacking the console and loading up every single available game that can run on it. You know, but from, from what I'm seeing is it, it's only Nintendo hitting people. Like, I ha- I've yet to see, like, Xbox or PlayStation do anything about it or even other uh, game publishers. Does that mean that Nintendo may be going through money issues? That, that was another question, but it's like, if you're going through money issues, and why not go through every major fucking Chinese knockoff company and hit them instead of hitting the average Joe who's selling shit out? Oh, of you can't, cars. you see, so you can't go at them because, unfortunately, yeah, have no copyright infringement laws out there. They don't give yeah. a fuck. They won't bootleg anything because it is what they say good business. I mean, China's done it over and over. 
You go up in a factory yeah. over there. You build your shit over there. You know, you, you, you're a hardworking American company trying to save money, you know, from the taxes in the States. And then the Chinese steal every single thing you do, make it down the block with cheaper parts and sell it for fucking half the price everywhere that you're selling your shit. I mean, it, it's, it, yeah. it, it drives me crazy. It's like the show that I've been watching. It's a fucking Netflix show. Border Patrol. They got a lady. She oh, had 40 yeah. persons, dude. And they're like, these are fake. And she was like, yeah, no, I can't afford the real ones. They're like, you need so many? She was like, yeah, they were cheap. And he was like, what if you try to sell them? She's like, I ain't going to sell them. I bought these for me. He's like, well, I don't know if you're going to sell them. And that's copyright infringement. Boom. Or tell, well, um, in tech, intellectual. Intellectual property. Go. That's shit. Thank you. I was drawing a blank. Yeah, it, it, it's dumb, but it, it's like I don't, I don't mind. I, I see a lot of people buy bootlegs, and it's like cool. That that's your prerogative. You you can't afford the real shit. Get the fake shit. Fuck it. it. It's not. It's not about what you pay for it. It's how you rock it. I mean, you know, if, dude, if it's available, and, and you know we're, it's a tech world. Like you would figure bootlegging right now would be taken over. For real. But you know what? I, I could have swore. Well, nowadays bootlegging isn't really, isn't really a thing like it was back in the in the two thousands, right? Like where everything was bootlegged from software to video games to movies. I'm going to still are, but I mean, yeah, they've tightened down on certain. See, certain industries that were smart about the future of where things were going adapted. I feel like, like you yeah. know, Nintendo. I think they were very behind. And their consoles haven't been good. Con- I mean, they've been lagging behind PlayStation and Xbox for a while. And they target the children, which is okay. But even the kids want to play Xbox and PlayStation. Really? So, I mean, them being the OGs, having all the licensing and having all the games and all that. I keep saying licensing because that's a big deal. They can sell Mario. like they- Dude, they can't. So, check this out. Um, previous companies I worked for... We've reached out to Nintendo to get licensing. Nintendo will not give out their license to nobody. Man, that sucks. And that's bad business because a lot like for me, I'm a gamer. I love me some retro games. I love me some old school Nintendo cartridges. You know, if if I were given the chance to be like to to get a license for let's say Super Mario Three, right, or even Duck. Or fucking, was it track and field? <laughs> like, can you imagine how many people would want to buy a reproduction car as long as it's officially yeah, licensed? Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Like, because I, I see, like, like a, I forgot the name of the company, but they released, I believe it was Street Fighter Two, uh, Championship Edition. Um, they released a thousand copies, um, officially licensed, because this is a license from Capcom. Each unit went for a hundred dollars. Sold out within five hours. Oh, damn! You know the market is there. You know, like I, I get that they want to do these little mini consoles for the nostalgia factor, and you know it's a cute little piece to have on your desk. But it's like it's it's limited to the games they want to put. I'd rather on. they just sell like you an know? emulator that you can buy for your Xbox. And then buy you the ROM as you like it, or even I'll do a monthly. I wouldn't mind. Exactly. 
Exactly. And that that's where they're dropping the ball. And the fact that they're going after the little guys who are trying to make a, a living for themselves and not going after people like Soldier Boy who are selling more units than these little dudes. And essentially causing more damage on a bit way bigger scale. Yo, he this dude, he's boasting that he sold almost twenty two thousand units plus. The dude that's being, the, the Orange County dude being sued from for Nintendo sold no more than a hundred units. <laughs> yeah, which he purchased himself so he could modify and sell them. Yeah, and you know what? He might be able to fight that in court because he's not stealing anything; he's just modding them. Exactly. So he's charging for the work, not what it is. He he's got a case. That- but that's the problem, though. It's Nintendo. How do you fight against Nintendo's... It's doable. It's doable because they're going to have to pay you as an uh, I'm sorry, like, for trying to sue you. Because you can countersue for expenses and you can... I mean, you'll get paid. But, I mean, he does have a... because He has a valid case because he's not necessarily stealing the coding. He's not... He's not doing... He's just adding games to the console, right? I mean, yeah. he's charging for that service of moving a file to the console. I don't see how that's illegal. And he's not stealing anything. Exactly. Me, it, it, the issue would be more uh, maybe it's frowned upon, but you can't say it's illegal. No, because thousands of if you look on Amazon right now and you type in um, actually, yeah, let's see. If you type in game console, boom, you get so many results, and the majority of these results aren't licensed. You see that? So how come they don't? How come they don't go after Amazon for not doing their due diligence and stopping piracy? Like, check this out. You have the first two. Damn, you might have just opened up a lawsuit. <laughs> Check this out. Like the first two search results is a handheld game console, 16 gigabytes, 3,000 classic portable game consoles, and on the cover you have Street Fighter. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> you know you have you have Ryu right oh there. There's so many laws being broken. You can't use a character, especially a fucking flagship character. Jesus Christ! How much money that shit costs? For real, it's like come on. If Nintendo really wants to go after somebody, why not go after the people who can actually afford it? Yeah, at least the people Amazon, that are abusing it. Because come on, dude. Amazon is a giant. The simple fact that they're allowing these consoles on here with these bootleg ass games and copyrighted material is ridiculous. It really is, but it's it's a it's a evil, a necessary evil at this point too. What you gonna do? Stop Amazon? You can't. They're the, they're the biggest in the world. All you can do is slap them on the wrist. At best, pass a new law to fucking you know stop it from happening. But there, but I mean, like, but technically, isn't Amazon selling the the, the stuff uh-huh. because Amazon, Amazon makes the handshake, receives the money, and cuts the dividends after okay, the fact. You, to all right, let me put it in drug terms. Do you arrest the FedEx guy that drops off the pack? You can't. He didn't know what was in there. He just dropped off the pack. 
But see, Amazon's supposed to know what exactly is being sold on their website because it's their website. Not necessarily true because they put all the legalities on the person. When you sign up and you sign the contract or whatever with them, you're basically stating that you take responsibility for whatever happens. And if there is a blatant disrespect to copyright or some issue, they will flag you. But for the most part, it's it's per individual. They're smart. They're covering their ass. It, it looks like nothing's being flagged here. There's oh, of no course risk. not. But that's what I'm saying. That's only if there's a... There has to be a kerfuffle for somebody to fucking really start to talk shit about it. So here's one with... There's a 20,000 plus games for $169. I didn't even know there was 20,000 plus games on the I mean... They're giving you everything. They're giving you games. Even the <laughs> yeah, like that's not that's not bad because that if you really think about it, they're hooking you the fuck up. For real, that's fucking <laughs> that's awesome. That that's kind of crazy, man. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, everybody has to live by their own choices. Yeah, you, you know, you make the wrong one. Yeah, you gotta have a moral compass of some sort. And, I mean, it depends where you're coming from. But, like, you know, I don't give a shit how much money I make. I don't mind me a bootleg. <laughs> I, don't, I know motherfuckers are stealing my music day and night, so fuck it. I'm right on mark. It works, and no one's walking around watching the movie? I'm golden. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I get mad when my fellow nerds don't upload the shit that we want to watch, like the old Dragon Ball Z movies. God damn it. Who gives a fuck about Venom? I'm trying to watch some classics, boy. What the fuck? Man, <laughs> yo, every movie now is a remake anyway. Nobody gives a fuck. That's that's another issue. Fuck, you expect me to pay for a re- story that I already know? They're remakes of remakes. Bro, like Lion King, like, and you're not changing anything? First off, you're not allowed to change anything. But no, if I already saw it at the movie theater the first time, I need to get a goddamn ticket for this new one. Fuck them. You're not, you cannot sell me on some shit that I already know. God yeah. damn. The only thing they do is make the movie worse. Because, you know, I, I get it. Technology has allowed us now to do special effects and things of that nature that we could probably have never, well, not probably, but we couldn't do back in the day. Like, that Power Rangers movie looked dope. Effect-wise, it was amazing. It was shit that I know when we were kids, we would have never have gotten. The CGI wasn't that good. And I think there's just a lot of people that kind of grew up with that gripe, like, man, if if I had this then, and then the money starts flowing, you got to think these people have just way too much money. So now it's, you know what, I've always wanted to do a Power Rangers movie. Let's let's reboot it. I'll put whatever up, whatever it's going to cost. Let's buy this and buy that, and let's make it. And it's a passion thing and not necessarily something that's well written. You know, most movies go through some fucking hell. You know, like you you don't get a movie deal overnight. Like some movies sometimes sit for years and years and years and they're the best movies ever, but it just doesn't the timing isn't right. So when you get a fucking remake and you get to add your own little sauce to it, oh come the fuck on, dog. Like just it's, it's cereal, bro. Bowl cereal milk. Yeah, like last year, this year has been nothing but remakes and there's been a few, a few original movies, like the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, mid-90s from Jonah Hill, which is an awesome movie. Bohemian Rhapsody is also an awesome movie. If you knew nothing about Freddie Mercury, that's a movie you need to watch. 
But even mid nineties, that's, that's boy Rick was that's, dope. For real, yeah, that's like an homage to like ninety skateboard videos. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, I give Jonah props for that because being a Canadian kid, I didn't take him for being as so in tune with American street culture. I didn't even take him as a hip hop. No, that thing. I knew because I watched his movies. Now, actually, I'm I'm a weirdo, and like when I get into my head and my depression, breast kicks in. <laughs> I'll watch the DVD commentaries at the end of the movies. So, uh, see, I don't yeah. do that. I don't have the time. Bro, I'll be sitting there. I'll be learning because you, you'll hear some crazy shit. And they're hip-hop heads. You know, RZA was one of the fucking producers on, on uh, one of the movies with them. And uh, uh, Seth and RZA have worked on like four movies together. Have they? Bro, it's so sick. Like, they're hip-hop heads. Like, they fuck with all of them. And that I knew, but what what I'm saying, my thing is like these are Canadian kids, bro. Like they're yeah. repping for America better than Americans are. Because yo, although Spike Lee is amazing, I couldn't even get past ten minutes of that movie he just put out. I couldn't even tell you the name of it. I, I don't even know. I didn't even know he put out a movie. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, um, no, I'm sorry. You know, let me take that back. It was the preview I couldn't get through. Um, I think it's Klansman. And it's a black. It's a it's a it's a guy that's black and treats the the clan. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, based on the true story, though, or like actual facts that I didn't see. I didn't see. I mean, from what I saw, it was uh, very propagandized. Like they were talking about things that are going on right now, and the movie takes place back in like the fifties. And I'm like, come on, yo. Like, you're trying mm-hmm. to make a point, that's fine, but don't go making up rhetoric and telling people that people are saying this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what motherfuckers talking necessarily this way? But, you know, now you put this in the air, and now all of a sudden it becomes real. Uh, that's For the only real. issue that I had with that. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> What's that shit hit? Yeah, that nigga. Well, you know what? That's another thing. Why don't we have like a list of movies that are going to be on Netflix so you don't buy them or rent them? Because every fucking movie I bought this year ended up on Netflix two weeks after I bought it. Bro. Bro. Yeah, like I I haven't been to the theater in years. I did go see Bohemian Rhapsody in the 90s. But for the most part, I went either hit the bootlegs. Hulu or Netflix. I mean, like I said, I don't watch cable, so I don't have, you know, there's no reason for me to even be on TV. If I I find a television show that I like, it would have to be in conversation. You would have to convince me it's a good show. Oh, man. Gotham is a good show. You should check that out. I tried. I couldn't get past two episodes. It wasn't for me. Oh, you're not into Batman? I'm not into that style of shooting. I, I love Batman. The idea of Batman was always dope. But that style of, of video shooting with that dark, dark color and shit, it, it gives me just, it drags. It sucks. Yeah. I just finished uh, just finished the four seasons. I binge-watched it within a month. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good I name. haven't binge-watched. Damn, I haven't been watch, binge-watched anything with seasons. You know, like, right? Uh-huh. I've only been on, like, you know, like, maybe a series. But I haven't had a good show in a minute, dude. I I can't even think. I was trying to get into uh, Bosch. It's on Prime. Um, huh. it the previews look good, but it's fucking hard to get into. There's another one too. Uh, my cousin Pete, 
and he's a con man, and he plays as Pete. Uh, it was good for the first season. Oh, actually, I I know which one you're talking about. I I didn't watch all the seasons. It's that one dude from the boiler yeah. room. Yep. But it, it's actually pretty good. It gets better the more you yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. That was the only one that I, I really made it through. Like, I was impressed by because uh, there's really nothing. Well, Prime had a couple things that had me hooked. But Netflix-wise, like, Netflix don't have any good new shows, or at least old shows, you know, to rewatch. And Hulu, yeah. they, I think Hulu is just losing their ass because every single company that they work with is having their own app service where they're charging people individually, making them more money. And Hulu seems to be partnering with everybody. Like, they hold themselves out. But you got to compete with Netflix, and their budgets are insane. That Netflix budget is through the roof. Even though they're hurting because they spend so much, they make it back, and it comes back in a big, big fucking way. Well, I like that Netflix is actually giving comedians a platform to do their own show. That I like. I don't like... I can't say that I don't like their selection, but I do feel like it's very maybe taboo-driven, racially-driven. It's not because they're funny. Like yeah. There's a guy up there right now, uh, Vic something. He's the Asian. Asian as an Indian. Oh. Um, it, it was it's rough. I don't I don't watch anything that's where I can't really understand the. Well, no, I mean he spoke English properly. It's just he wasn't funny. Like even in post editing, you can add laughs to make us feel like they're laughing. Like why yeah. didn't you guys do that? That shit was fucked up. Like it was mad dry for like five minutes. I'm like, dude, you're a comedian. We're five minutes in. I haven't laughed one time. Like I can't watch this. Shit. Yeah. Just for that, I, I would blame it on the cultural differences when it comes to humor. You know, like Asian humor is not the same as American humor, and even then, American humor has so many different standards. And yeah, but I mean, fucking comedy's comedy, and you got to keep the crowd moving, bro. If you're just gonna sit up there and talk shit and not be funny, or just have some type of fucking agenda, like that's just weird to me. Like, keep comedy, comedy for fuck's sake. And that's, I mean, and that's Netflix. They like doing that type of shit. Shit, man, this shit was fun, bro. Like, this was a solid episode. I mean, we'll get better. It wasn't as smooth as it could have been. No, nah, it's pretty legit, man. We, it was a pretty good conversation. For sure. Well, shit, man, we're going to catch you on the next one. I'm Kasabian Lavo. That's my boy, Gilly. Uh, we'll do this again next week. Yes, sir. Right, bros, I'm going to catch you. All right, peace, brother.